Chicago playwright Douglas Post's plays have been globally produced and widely published. I followed him for a day. Our first stop, Greenhouse Theater Center in Lincoln Park, where General Manager Nicholas Reinhardt let us in. Come on in. Okay, thank you. Doug has been coming to the Greenhouse for decades as an audience member and as a playwright. We spoke on the same stage. He has had five plays and one rock opera produced. There's a flood of memories. Every show I've ever worked on in this room, but also every show I've ever seen, and I've seen dozens of theater pieces, not only in this room, but in the other three spaces in this building. When you're here, do you get new ideas, or do you get your ideas from the world more than you do from actual theater productions? I tend to get my ideas more from the world, more from what I read, and more from what I am ruminating about than seeing other people's plays. Every time I've seen you, you have a book in your hand. What are you reading now? I am reading a collection of plays by current and former playwrights. In his book, True and False, David Mamet writes, most plays are better read than performed. What do you think of that? Well, uh, I, you know, Mr. Mamet, also a Chicago boy, I think has very strict ideas about how his play should be performed. And I think because of that, the experience often is more fulfilling for him if he can simply read the text. That is only one part of the experience. I do think plays are literature, but in order to be fully understood, they've got to be produced in three dimensions with living, breathing actors moving through space. You are very clear, but you are super gentle, more so than anybody I've ever read or met. Did you make that choice? Were you raised that way? Is it something you work toward doing? Maybe you see the best of me, but I don't think that there's any percentage to be gained in being rude to people. But in terms of my writing, I think about text and subtext a lot. So sometimes my characters may superficially seem very nice, but there's other things going on underneath. There's the thing that they're saying, and then there's the thing that they're really saying underneath all that. When did you become aware that crime happens? Reading the Greek tragedies. I was in high school. I think, the, I, think I read the Oresteia first, I remember reading Prometheus Bound. I remember reading uh, Eugene O'Neill's Morning Becomes Electra. And, you know, I remember reading some Shakespeare, too. And so you become aware that violent acts are often the basis of great drama. Is there anything about your crime culture that you're willing to share with us? I can tell you that in Irving Park, where we currently live, for seven years I was a very active part of a neighborhood association that dealt with nothing but crime and gangs and graffiti. And part of it was my own curiosity. I really wanted to know what's going on around us. And then in time I began to realize, man, there's a great drama here. So at some point when I left the organization, uh, I wrote a play called Comden Mall Community Activists, which is loosely based on that experience. But that's probably the closest I have come to experiencing uh, the criminal element. And we had a lot of dealings with the police, and uh, we knew um, gang members and former gang members, and uh, it was an education. When he's not learning and writing about crime, Doug Post pens musicals and adaptations. His work is focused, but filled with a myriad of topics, just like our car ride to Millennium Park. What is your favorite Chicago-style food? Oh, man, it's actually Chicago-style Thai food. 
do you like Irving Park more than Lincoln Park? Well, they're two very different neighborhoods. I mean, Lincoln Park has been gentrified, I think, to within an inch of its life. I think we feel that Irving Park could use a little bit of that gentrification. So I think if we could take some of what's here and bring it up to the northwest side, we'd be doing all right. There's Windy City, there's City by the Lake, Hog Butcher, City of the Big Shoulders. What's your favorite Chicago moniker? I love Big Shoulders. Would you consider yourself a feminist? You know, I think one has to be careful about putting that moniker on oneself. I mean, I tend to find women are better people than men. I know that you sometimes have a poker night with your friends. Who are these people? Oh, they come from all walks of life. There's an architect in the group. There is a professor. There are a couple of teachers. There is a graphic designer or two. So it's not strictly a theatrical crowd, I can tell you that. But we all share a love of the game. We parked and strolled through Millennium Park, where the past, present, and future continue to permeate our conversation. So I love coming out to the Pritzker Pavilion, experiencing live music, experiencing the crowds. And then there's this fantastic view of our illustrious skyline. So my grandfather, Joseph Swapkowski, first-generation Polish-American, was an architect in the city of Chicago and designed a number of prominent buildings, including the Polish National Alliance Building, which is now where Jeannie Gang and her company have set up shop. Jeannie Gang, the future. She's the architect of the O'Hare Airport project that breaks ground in 2023. So what does the busy playwright do when his active mind needs a break? Next stop, an outdoor volleyball court. I love being on the beach. I love being near the water. I love playing a game where all I have to do is try to keep a ball in the air. A playwright keeps many balls in the air. As they write dialogue, they design sets, imagine costumes, props and lights, and much more. Our last stop was the place where this craftsmanship happens, his home where he and wife Nancy Heap raised their two sons. So this room is very much patterned after a library that exists at the O'Neill on the third floor of the main building where I used to spend a lot of time. I would go up there to write or rewrite. I would go up there to read. It was not unlike this in terms of a big old table in the middle of a room surrounded by books. He's surrounded by books in a house of love, in a neighborhood he understands, in a city he enjoys, in the state of the country of the world that produces his plays. I asked him one last question. Why do you write? I suppose I just like doing it. I'm Connie Kuntz.